Hey adventurers, welcome to the No Ordinary Adventure Podcast, a place we call home for adventure and the conversations you want to have. We bring you inspiration, stories from the field, and talk with adventure travelers and industry experts from around the world. This is a place to fill your heart and head with travel knowledge. Now your host, Dan Blanchard, a lifelong mariner, traveler, and CEO of Uncruise Adventures, a small boat adventure company defining the un in Uncruise. Let's get started. Wow, another great day to be talking around the world. Uh, I'm Dan Blanchard, and I'm a lover of all things, and particularly all things wild, as many of you have learned. But today, I've got on No Ordinary Adventure uh, a really special guy, Proud Bell. And if if there's the term bucket list, if it generated in one place, I believe it started with Trav. And <laughs> uh, that is a big movement uh, across the world, but Trav, as I've kind of studied about you and talked to people who know you, man, I mean, blow me away, brother. I, I feel a lot mm. of kindred heart with you. And I think what you're doing, and of course, you're coming to us from Melbourne right now, where uh, yeah. I love the fact that we're both wearing jackets. Uh, as I'm looking at you, you just got in from your morning coffee. Yeah, I did. I'm from the, yeah, Dan. Hey, mate, thanks a lot for having me on, man. It's um pleasure and uh, no ordinary adventure you know when this lined up i was like yeah i can't wait to do this because it's just so aligned with what i do man and yeah i'm from the future so i'm from uh i'm from <laughs> i'm from melbourne <laughs> um it's wednesday here it's tuesday there it's been one hell of a no ordinary adventure for the last 10 years as 10 plus years as the bucket list guy that's for sure man i don't think i put it on the map though there was there was uh there was a movie that came out uh starring two Probably more famous people than me, Jack Nicholson. Don't know if you've heard of him. And this bloke by the name of Morgan Freeman. Now, the, the crappy thing about this movie, The Bucket List, is the fact that they got given a cancer diagnosis and then they wrote their bucket list, which was stupid. All right, That's why it's a crap movie. And I always try to say it's a crap movie because it took them getting a get giving a use-by date for them to write a bucket list. My whole mission, man, is to to wake people up before they get given a use by day. I am so down with you. And I and I have to say, I love the movie, but I came to the same result and I've shared the same thing with my staff and people. Like, I want 70 or 80 years of doing this, not yeah. one or two. Yeah, hello, dickhead. Should have done it beforehand. Sorry. Yeah, it kind of maybe goes along with the uh, old attitude, you know, when I was growing up, the golden years, and you waited for everything to happen in the golden years. And then you died. They're crazy. But, yeah. I, you know, I'm really curious because, you know, obviously a lot of people saw the movie, but I think you are the person that is carrying the thought of the bucket list forward in a meaningful way. I mean, how did that all germinate in you? It came about because, look, look real quick backstory, Dan, is is the I, I, I've always been an entrepreneur, you know, and I, I was a jock growing up, surfer. I, I literally am looking at the beach straight after this. I'm going for a surf because the surf's on today. It's offshore. It's it's looking really good out there. Lots of swell. So I grew up surfing, surf life-saving, like being a lifeguard and, and also as a swimmer. So I was pretty much a jock, as they say in America. And that led me to do a physical education degree. This is in the early 90s. And um, in my third year uni, I, I started this thing called personal fitness training. This is when there wasn't an industry in personal trainers over here. And 
I was one. I, I started with one client, ended up with tens of thousands of clients around Australia because I was the first to franchise personal training studios in Australia. And that's because someone said, you can't franchise that. And I said, oh, you know what? I'll try. <laughs> that was I love it when they tell you you can't do it. <laughs> exactly, man. You know, that's no ordinary adventure. Don't, don't, don't tell me I can't do something. So I grew it. You know, we had started with just me and then we, we had a big chain of personal training studios. Grew it into a bit of a monster, to be honest. Bit of a breakdown before breakthrough story, if you like. And uh, I became too much of a lawyer. Too many toxic people came into my life. One thing led to another, and I fell out of love for it. I love helping people, but I fell out of love for the business model, and there were some quite cancerous people within the organisation. It just did my head in to the point where I, I just got over it. I went into a, uh, albeit mild, you know, uh, depression. But at that time, you know, and when I compare, when I, when I say mild compared to what I've heard since, you know. And but instead of going on heavy antidepressants and basically putting a band aid over the top of it, I went. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna get to the the root cause of what's going on in my head here because I'm just I'm, I'm sort of fascinated by psychology and why not be my own guinea pig? So I um mate, if you put it on a course back then, I would have done it. I would have run to the back of the room and I would have run to the back of that room and upgraded. And I um I, I basically. You know, I went and did everything. I, you know, from from Burning Man to ayahuasca to walking on fire to you know all the stuff that you do to work yourself out, and I did. But it was about a year, year and a half into it. A friend of mine said, "Hey, why don't Trav, you're in all these things. You invested his money, and I did work out some stuff, which was uh, the most important part of it." And he said, "Why don't you teach your stuff?" Yeah, she said, "Why don't you teach your shit?" And uh, and I went. Ding, light bulb moment, helped me compartmentalise and I put on a talk. I nearly had to pay the 40 people to come to the talk. And um, I, I, I started, and this is only 10, 11 years ago, and I started sharing that talk. I started sharing the fact that I had a list to do before I die, actually written down since I was 18. It wasn't called a bucket list or anything at that stage. It was just a list of things. So wherever I went around in uni and all that shared housing, I had my little blue folder with my list of things to do before I die. It was always my compass, always the thing that I recalibrated on. It probably kept me alive, to be honest. And I started sharing the the fact that I had one of these lists and there's some close people, you know, to me at the time in that room and and no one had any idea that I did this. And I didn't even share it with it. I just thought, oh, because everyone did it, you know, why not? And I said to the room, all right, who's got one of these, own, you know, these lists to do before you die? Actually written down like out of their head. And I was the only freak in the room. And I told them some stories and inspired them. And then Joe, one of the participants, said, how's this list to do before you die stuff at the end? She said, it's like a bucket list. You're like the bucket list guy. And I went, ping, light bulb yeah. moment. All the planets, all that, all that aligned, and That's I right. looked, and I went home that night and registered the bucketlistguy.com, and I've been doing that ever since. And it was, you know, really a tipping point for me to defranchise the personal training side of things, go online, get rid of the bricks and mortar businesses. Tim Ferriss had just come out with his four-hour freaking work week book and he was running everything from a hammock in thailand so i'm thinking that sounds pretty cool (laughs) compared to what i was doing and uh so i went you know i'm going to go online i i I knew for me that i could 
as a speaker, help one to many, you know, coach one to many from a stage. So I was kind of ticking that box. And bucket list was just how I viewed my world. It's always been how I looked at life is like, you know, this bucket list thing isn't just about ticking a whole bunch of cool stuff off. It's really about how we reverse engineer every aspect of our lives in order to make this stuff come to fruition. It's the growth of us on this journey towards these self-imposed destinations, right? But most importantly, it's about the us, the bigger version of you that exists on the other side of your bucket list, and that's the person that we don't know yet. So I've always been fascinated with that with that growth and that potential that sits on on the other side. So as a result, the bucket list guy was obviously going to be uh, get more attention than Trav Bell online. No one knew who the hell I was, so I went with bucket list guy, and here I am. I love it. What a, what a great story. I mean, you know, so I, I totally get the part about, you know, when you were talking about coaching earlier on and you had the brick and mortar and, it, and mm. you know, lawsuits and legal things, all you that. Get it, right? Stuff, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I got a lot yeah. of brick and mortar, except it floats. It's like, a, yeah. you know, for me, it's like a, a floating, beautiful lodge at sea. Yeah. Uh, you just go yeah. to a different mountain every day. As, but for you, you've got this thing going where, you know, it's it's kind of ideal, and and maybe looking at it from a business standpoint. I mean, how long did it take after you kind of realized that the bucket list was going to, you know, be something yeah. tall before it really took off and and became a business that was, you know, good for you? Yeah, it's a really good question, man. And, and um, I didn't exactly know how I was going to monetize it at the start. I just thought. Well, my my limiting belief is why the hell would anyone need someone like me to tell them how to write a bucket list? But, dude, I've been doing this for over 10 years now. Yeah. The fact is that as I've got into it, I've kind of I've reverse engineered the brand and I've, re, you know, and now we've got like, like scaling it out. Now we've got certified bucket list coaches in 22 countries around the world, of which I'm the CEO of. Thank God I've, I've, I went... I always say to other thought leaders, pick a highway, then pick a lane, then own the lane. Mm -hmm. I could have been the fears guy. I love motivating people, inspiring people, and that's what I did in personal training, essentially. But bucket list was just more congruent with who I am, and it gave me license, you know, to run around the world, do stupid shit, and uh, and (laughs) Daniel love this, and write it off on tax. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Now that's not a bad way to live. Still, dude, still to this day, my accountant says, Trav, you're not as dumb as you look, are you? I said, no, exactly. <laughs> Watch your mouth. But exactly. Well, if, it's, if, if it's true with you, it certainly is true with me. I was really good at what I did, but I didn't mm. really have that full concept of the advantages of a business envelope. Yeah, it, it's got to feel right. It's got to feel yeah. congruent. It's got to tick your, your internal rule book, which is your values. And I think, you know, and it, and it did. But but there is method to the madness, you know. One is is in my studies, I I studied a lot of positive psychology, right? And positive psych is all about helping people find more and experience more meaning, purpose, and fulfillment, more gratitude in their life. Yeah, and and that is the cure to the mental health disease, mm-hmm. right there. Oh, is, unless you put drugs over the top of it, and that's oh, yeah. <laughs> but it. So I've instead of going around, oh, I'm positive side. No, I just put the brand bucket list over the top of it because it made it more palatable, more tangible. 
Um, but it's basically what I teach is positive psychology. If I want to help, you know, which we have, we've helped kids, we've helped, you know, older adults, you know, the bucket list is cool and it's more, you know, it's just, just a lot more me. And so I can talk about this. I don't know how long your podcast is, man, but I, I can talk about this all, you know, flat out. And well, we might think, have A, B, and C. Um, there might be. Yeah, there might be. There <laughs> we might, might have be. you for three sessions here, man. It'll, it'll. This will end up as the Dan and Travis show. The um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it, you know, at the end of the day, I think that that's that's the signpost, right? To if this yeah. thing's congruent, if if your thing is congruent, if anyone else's thing is congruent with them, and they can't shut up about it, and they see the world through through it, it is their lens then there's something in it. So I really didn't know. I knew that being a speaker was my main modality of choice to get out there and my way of getting this message out there. And I love, you know, I love going, love going, and this is what I miss, you know, with corona and all that sort of stuff happening is, you know, how the travel industry, you know, I did, there wasn't a lot of freedom, you know, yeah. building the bricks and mortar kind of business. And all my mates, you know, they travelled around the world and did things, and I didn't do that much of it. So for me, it, it is freedom for me to go to a, a conference and stay in some random place and, you know, wherever in the world, you know, become friends with, with audience members and, and you know, meet new people, you know, new experiences, new adventures. And the fact that I could rock up, get prayed pretty well for, a, for an hourly keynote presentation that most people would probably get paid in a month and then piss off and then go and do something on my bucket list. Not the worst world. No, that is a hashtag first world problem right there. <laughs> I love it. And I love recognizing it. So let, let's talk a little bit more, maybe pull the string on the, the business side a little bit more. So mm. as an example, you know, my company on Cruise Adventures, we we have some brands we're connected with. We, we're connected at the hip with a company called REI in the States here. It's the largest outdoor outfitter in the, in the nation. And we just got mm-hmm. a... A brand we're hooked up with called Iron Man, which is worldwide. And oh, yeah. I, yeah, I mean, these are you know brands that represent my company and, and the type of etho that we carry forth, right? Cool. I'm curious for the bucket list, you must have worked with a lot of different companies and entities. I mean, are there some that you just kind of from day one connected with and still today are just like going gangbusters with the same ethos that you're you're carrying forth? Oh, mate, that is an interesting question because I, I really haven't. I've been approached by a, a, a heap of people and I've said no to the majority because of, of just some misalignment. I'm very, very, very protective of my personal brand. Yeah. As you would be. And when you build something, I mean, I and, and, and in this day and age with influencer marketing, I don't know, I've got 30,000 or not 28,000 people on Instagram, you know, like, and, you know, this many people in the database, blah, blah, blah. You know, the reach is pretty good. But you're putting that, you're you're staking all that on on another person's brand. And and if you see something pop up in the news that you, yeah, that could affect yours that I've built 10 years doing. Yeah, yeah. uh, You know what? I'll just say no. I don't need that many extra I don't I don't just don't need it I'm, I'm pretty good like it is and so there has to be a really really strong connection um, with the owner um, with their mission with their values with their team not just something that that's in it for me or, or that I can 
boost. So I've done some app, I've done some app stuff. I mean, uh, I've done some some travel stuff, but not that much. But yeah, it's, I'm probably more and more cautious as the years has gone on. I, I really don't need it. I, I don't personally need it, but you know, always open to opportunity. Yeah, but, but more I I do stuff probably more as a joint venture these days than a straight up you know spokesperson or something. So we're doing done a lot of stuff in charity uh, for non for profits and and aligning my brand with with non for profits. So that stuff I can get behind you know nearly nearly every time you know and especially you know in the in the cancer space because that's what the whole thing is about uh, and depression initiatives suicide initiatives these sorts of things so it, it's uh, it's interesting it's an interesting world you know the influencer world and uh, i mean there i've got a lot of other people that i know online that have just align themselves with everyone and trying to flog everything and it's like well it just waters down their own brand really quickly yeah it's, it's easy to lose the message if you don't 100%. And, and particularly when the message is you in so many ways it's you as an individual and i yeah. can totally get that i uh as, as you were sharing there first of all i want to say thank you i mean thank you that you're doing so much for nonprofit. i'm a firm believer that way as well and you know our our world needs a lot more of that. So oh, I deeply appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, as, as you're looking, you know, at, at kind of how things have developed for you over the years. I mean, is there kind of a a trab mantra? Is I mean that you have just personally not not even the business, just you as a as a human being. Where have you mm. landed on on kind of what keeps you ticking through now ten years of this and then a previous Jeez. life and. These questions, these are heavy, heavy hitting questions. I tell you, you know, like be the best me I can be while I'm here. You know, like live a live a regret free life rather than a regretful life. And I guess the more I do this, the more congruent with the true me I really am. You know, it's just a. Uh, I, I I'm reading Mindset by Dr. Carol Dweck at the moment, and the book. And it's about, you know, the fixed versus growth mindset and growing, you know, like I'm just ticking all the boxes, growth mindset, growth, you know, I love, love learning and love, you know, seeing where I can go next. So becoming even more of a yes man, you know, and, and seeking adventures, seeking opportunities, you know, and it's not just, it's certainly not just about travel. Travel is one component of this, of this thing. And, I've done a lot of media lately, and it's you know about you know what does the bucket this guy do when he's not traveling? If you've read the book and seen seen the back of it, there's a twelve letter acronym that says my bucket list. And travel is sure it's big on everyone's bucket list, but it's not everything. So it gives people the opportunity to try new things, to experiment, to have their own little mini adventures. Be a tourist in your own hometown first while we're locked down yeah. versus the big Machu Picchu or Alaska trips with you guys, you know, all that sort of stuff. It's 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 about choosing happiness, intentionally designing happiness into your life. Um, unfortunately, a lot of people are just busy being busy that they forget about their bucket list until it's too late. So, you know, out of this, I just encourage people to either, yes, grab a book, read, you know, have a look at the TED Talk or or whatever, but but actually write this stuff down, maybe for the first time. Write it down and then send it to Dan and myself. 
for accountability purposes. We want to see it. We want to see it. We want to kick your ass if you don't send it. You know, like that's that's what it's about, right? That's what it's about. And and I'm doing, I'm you know, one of the things that I'm doing on my, we've still got some restrictions here in Australia, and I'm like a cage monkey. So uh, <laughs> when I've been travelling solidly for 10 years and I've got to get up your way, I mean, it, it's killing me. But at the end of the day, I'm, you know, one of the challenges, one of the ultimate challenges that I've set for myself is, is I'm reading 52 books in a year. I'm learning, I'm learning Spanish. Learning how I'm 48, I think. I think I'm 48. I think I'm 48. But I'm I'm learning to be a DJ. Awesome. Grow up, mate. Grow up. Oh man, I would love that. So as a, a, a reward for myself for getting this book out at the end of last year, because that's been 10 years in the making. That was a thank you, COVID. Actually got me to sit still for a while, get that thing done. Um, but getting that done, and then I, I rewarded myself with buying a four-channel mixing desk, desperate being a DJ, and um, and learning how to do that. I don't know whether I'm going to be, you know, in Ibiza any any time soon, headlining Vegas or anything. I, I don't think that's the goal, but just to be able to, yeah, learn. Learn new skills and be open to learning and open open to growing because, you know, Dan, you've come across it. People are dying at forty and being buried at eighty all the time. All the we time. know so we know true. the sheeple. We know the yeah. sheeple. Yeah, we know we know people should be going on your adventures now, not later on. Well, I'll tell you, you're going to have a huge impact amongst us Americans for a couple of reasons. One. We all need to hear this message, but mm. this one's totally off base. But I'm just going to tell you, you know how long it's been since we've heard a good Aussie accent? Oh, mate. <laughs> I mean, I'm just telling you, Trout. You know, since the days of Paul Hogan and all that stuff, Americans just love Aussies, right? We don't drink we Foster's love- either, just quietly. We don't call them shrimps. <laughs> well, you know, it's it's one of the... we. In my business, we have a lot of Aussies uh, come and visit us in Alaska We're every good year. Up there. And, yeah. and oh, let me tell you, we're we are missing the life of the party, and we're missing <laughs> the accent. <laughs> it's also the Irish, right? <laughs> oh, and let me tell you, brother. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, yeah it's uh, seriously, it's, it's good to hear a good Aussie accent. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are going to be thinking the same thing. So, <laughs> as you're looking down to that, I mean, you know, obviously things are pretty locked up now with the Delta variant and all that going on, and. Mm. Know, it's pretty much as you said, traveling country, and from from my uh, longtime girlfriend and I, we probably put something on our list that we never thought we'd do, which was like so many people, we got a puppy. It was oh, definitely dear. on our bucket oh, list, dear. and we're loving it. Oh my God, I can't tell you how much we're loving it. But <laughs> you know what? Once we open up, I mean, what's going to be different for you in life? Of the seven wonders of the world, I've still got Petra in Jordan. And I've still got Rio de Janeiro, big Jesus, to knock off my bucket list. And so, so they're the kind of immediate travel ones. But it's also about facility, like you do. It's probably less about me. It's more about we now, because I, I've I've got the means. I've got the means to be able to travel. You know, travel around the world. You know, travel around the world and and, and do my thing. I've still got I've still got stand up comedy routine. 
which I'm avoiding like the plague. And I'm, you know, clubs aren't open. So that's my big, <laughs> big excuse. <laughs> now, do you reckon I'm avoiding it or what? <laughs> oh, God. Hilarious. That, mate, that scares the shit out of me. I've jumped out of planes, I've run marathons, I've done Ironmans, I've done all sorts of stupid stuff, and uh, stand-up comedy scares the... Anyway. Well, you know, um, if, when the day comes when we meet in person, you never know, I might just force you into that spot. We'll have to break through new ground together. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that'll be immediate unfriend right there if you were... <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're like me, half the time when I'm telling comedy, I give the punchline away right away and then tell the joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's that's probably the scariest, you know, thing on my back. But it's about like, you know, my partner Tracy, she she hasn't traveled a lot. And the kids haven't traveled a lot as well. And I, I want to make their adventure, you know, their adventures come to life as well. And you know, and other people's you know, but it, but it's about building legacy. It's about doing you know doing more you know more charity charity stuff, kind acts for others. You know, but but travel is always going to be there, isn't it? One and, way or another. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've still got a bunch of states in America I've got to go to. I've still got to get up to Canada. Uh, you know, there's a there's a whole bunch of things I've still got to do, and I really do miss that. And you know, there's there's nothing better than you know, rocking up in a place in the world. And I miss this really, like, part of travel, right? I'll be really specific. I'm a coffee coffee nerd. You know, being in Melbourne, it's the, it's the cultural hub, we like to call it, of, of Australia. And there's nothing better, and I really do miss this, is, is uh, flying into a place, getting some, you know, catching up on your sleep, getting up in the morning, seeing the hustle and bustle of a new New place that you are in the world, being a bit of a you know, being a local, going to a finding a local coffee shop, you can just sit down and people watch and yeah. enjoy that first cuppa, um, wherever you are in the world, and watch the world go by and be introduced to that, you know, to that part of the world and to that language, maybe into that, those that, that culture, that people. And I really do miss that. That's that's part of travel that I really love. And Although it seems small, it's just I think that's the yeah meeting new people as well. That's what it's that's what it's all about. And the human experience is about being around and connecting with strangers, with with new people and new new ex, you know new new adventures and saying yes. Yeah, right. No kidding. I mean, it's the it's the essence of life. I think for most of us that hundred percent that have found that. Uh, bucket list whether it comes in heartfelt things or travel or whatever yeah it is the essence yeah yeah 100 percent. that that's what i miss and and but really overall it, it helping you know this whole message is about helping people out of where they are they're not on the treadmill and i hope that corona has you know taught some people you know i think we've we've all been given permission to take this big global deep breath in and recalibrate yeah. There's a lot of people that have quit jobs. There's a lot of people who have started side hustles. There's a lot of people that have gone, you know what, I'm not happy in this relationship. Um, I want to do more of this and less of this. So from what I hear, a lot of people have recalibrated, which has been a good that have come out that has come out of um, this this mess. Yeah, I think so too. And, and let's just hope that that changes our world 
makes it a more loving, peaceful place. I know a lot of my listeners, uh, which is a lot of the Uncruise family of guests that we've had for 25 years, you're preaching the right word to us, brother. You really are. I mean, <laughs> this is the kind of thing we live in. It's our vibe. And I mean, how can they get in touch with you? What's the best way? Oh, mate, you know, like, uh, well, I've, I've done my marketing pretty bad, my social media pretty bad. If you can't find me and just Google me, if you can't, yeah, Trav Bell, the bucket list guy. But they can go to thebucketlistguy.com and find, you know, find more there. If they want to grab a book, sure, go to thebucketlistguy.com forward slash book and I'll send over a signed copy as well. Um, the old Sharpie has been getting a workout lately, which has been good. But, yeah, man, like, uh, and people, you know, like, I'm serious too. Like, I want people to actually stop now, not wait until later on. And here's the thing. What's easy to do is easy not to do. So we need to stop, put some time in your diary this week, this weekend, and and give it an hour, go through the book, go through the TED Talk, order it on Amazon, whatever, but use it as a guide. The My Bucket List Blueprint will help you unpack, go north, south, east, west in your own brain and help you extract and articulate this personally meaningful and holistic list. And the sooner you do this, the better. Then once you've done it, it's all well and good having it just sit there and then you'll put it away somewhere, but then you send it to Dan or you send it to me. Trav at thebucketlistguide.com. There you go. Plus, I'm looking for book number two. Plus, I'm looking for 365 bucket lists from people around the world. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, if the opportunity comes to have you up in Alaska where we can cut loose. Or, Are you kidding? I, I'll tell you one, one area that, and I'm, a, I'm an Alaska boy through and through. I wasn't raised here, but I, this is my, my home. So are, you home. In Alaska now? are you in Alaska now? Oh, you're coming right from my dock in Juneau, Alaska. Wow. Absolutely. This is so cool, man. Like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm hanging to get to, be, to Alaska. We're, we're entering into the late summer and starting to get a little darker. Northern lights uh, pretty much every night when it's clear. And but you I got northern light. Do you get northern oh, lights yeah. up there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they generally start in late August, mid-August, and we usually have them in the early part of the season in April and May, too. So it's, uh, it's wow. epic. Yeah. So yeah. I want to see. Uh, do you have narwhals? Uh, that's a little farther north. You know, Alaska is so huge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's uh, that's about uh, fifteen hundred miles north of here. Um, see, I'm I'm Australian, mate. I, I'm Australian. I got no idea what where the hell <laughs> you could have said. Oh yeah, we've well, got, yeah. Well, you're got living fifty in a of them place. out of my dock right now, and I would have went. Oh really? <laughs> Well, you know, another place near you that I, I try to get to as often as I can, and I need to take Megan soon, is the Solomon Islands. Uh, some of the remote areas of the Solomons are, you know, the Pacific oh, yeah. 200 years ago. So maybe if I get over your way, we can meet there. And if you get over my way, we'll meet in Alaska and do Mate, something Bring crazy. the boat. Bring the boat. Bring it on. <laughs> no, nah, so man, I'll I, I tell you what, if I'm going to do it, I'm doing it with you, and I want to get up there, and I want the local to... I want the local to show me everything. I want to see. I want to see everything that Alaska offers. That's for sure. Well, and the jacket I'm wearing right now, this emblem that goes yep. on the cast, can't necessarily see it, but you can. This is native Eak out of about 500 miles north of here. Oh, and wow. uh, yeah, just I mean, it's Alaska's a really strong native communities and just cool. unbelievable beauty. It, Trav, I thank you so much for coming on. I'm glad we finally connected. Thanks for finding a way to meet with me. I really appreciate it. 
Hey, Dan, thanks a lot for having me on and, uh, you know, stoked to, uh, stoked to do round two whenever you want, man. Sounds good. And three and four. Anyway, uh, <laughs> sure. thanks, Trav. This has been Dan with No Ordinary Adventure, and we look forward to talking to you in the future. Thank you. Thanks for listening to No Ordinary Adventure, sharing locally harvested stories about adventure. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, tell a friend, and help spread the word. We are a community of nature lovers, intrepid travelers, and outdoor adventurers, mostly from the comfort of a small boat. And we want to spread our love of this fascinating planet. That's it for this episode. Now get outside. Get outside.